Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Bioptimizers, an incredibly longtime sponsor of this podcast because they have amazing products that you continue to buy because they work. I think every one of my clients is certainly on masszymes. I take that consistently every day. I like to take a lot. I like to take five in the morning on an empty stomach and then three to four with each of my high protein containing meals. This really help, helps me extract the protein from the meat and the ultimate protein sources that I'm consuming rather than just eating it and assuming that my body's going to utilize it. I want to make sure that my body can digest, absorb, and assimilate all these highly cost, uh, high cost proteins and high quality proteins that I'm consuming. It's not just about what you consume. It's about what your body can digest, absorb, and assimilate. So I highly suggest you head over to bioptimizers.com and use the code MUSCLE10 to get 10% off. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S, bioptimizers.com. Use the code MUSCLE10. They've also got an incredible suite of incredible products from P3OM to support digestion, KPEX to support people on a ketogenic diet. And you guys all know my incredible... Uh, how much of an incredible fan I am of their product, um, Magnesium Breakthrough, which is seven different magnesium chelates. Um, and they're also expanding their line consi- consistently every year with research and doing incredible products. You guys get hooked up with 10% off all of their products. Head over to buyoptimizers.com and use the code MUSCLE10. When it comes to supplements, I always have a belief that less is more right? Minimum effective dose provided that you're eating effectively. If you're eating poorly, then we may need to supplement more effectively, right? So in general, we want to get as many of our nutrients from food as we can. You guys know this. And we can have a conversation about that to how to ensure that we're getting a diverse number of nutrients. Most importantly, when it comes to supplements, there's definitely some things that regardless of how well you're eating, you're going to want. And I'll tell you, there's degree of variance person to person. Let me give you some examples. So in general, and in no particular order, most humans benefit from taking magnesium and zinc. Magnesium is probably the most abundant mineral in the body. It's used for some ridiculous number of, of enzymatic processes, like 170 or more different um, functions in the body. And uh, same with zinc. It's another one of these kind of Imperative minerals that's essential for hormone production, it's essential for immunity. I think in general, everyone needs both magnesium and zinc in some varying amount. And so, personally, when I'm training hard, I increase my consumption of magnesium because magnesium is very, very much called deteriorated with high amounts of muscle contraction. So, the harder you train, the more frequently you train. And what else? is causing muscle contraction that we may not think about always. Stress. So if you think of a position of stress, it's it's hypertonic, right? So if you're high stress, you could have could eventually have a deficiency of magnesium. Someone who tends to be a little bit more sympathetically oriented, someone who tends to be a little more stressed, will benefit from additional magnesium. Now ranges, typical like RDA is about 400 milligrams. I've taken as much as two grams a day, which is a lot. And that source matters, right? You guys have heard me talk about Mag Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, and they've got seven different types of magnesium. And that's just a good way to ensure you're getting high quality uh, magnesium. And I'll tell you what, the reason those are different, this is important too, is that each, the magnesium is the magnesium, but they actually attach it to a different, what's called a, a chelate. It's basically like a, 
an amino acid. And that amino acid gives the magnesium a different pr uh, predisposition or propensity for a different tissue in the body. Example, magnesium 3 and 8, magnesium attached to a 3 and 8 molecule, which is an amino acid, has a greater affinity to the nervous system and the brain. So it can really slow down the nervous system, slow down the brain. Think of magnesium like the brakes in general, helping for just, you know, many, many things in the body. So zinc and magnesium, and I don't necessarily need to pair those together, but I do just because a lot of times people do. So if you're over 25, it's probably a good idea to consider supplementing with digestive enzymes. And I put this one very high on the list, especially in recent years, after learning about the value. And if you think about this, this makes a lot of sense, right? So the digestive enzymes actually have multiple benefits, and I'll get into that. But first and foremost, from a perspective of digesting your food, so not digesting your food. So most of us eat in a rush. We don't chew. And we probably have messed up digestion. So the food we eat doesn't get broken down. So the percentage of extraction is low, but also the lack of breakdown of food actually leads to pro-inflammation pro in the body. Inflammation goes up because your body starts, uh, if you have any semblance of leaky gut, which most people do, your body starts taking in these larger molecules of food and protein that the immune system mounts an attack and the immune system mounting attack drives up inflammation. What does the immune system do? It drives up inflammation. Right. So we want to make sure that our body is actually breaking down, digest, absorb, assimilate. Right. So first we have to digest, we have to absorb into the tissue, and then we have to assimilate into, you know, whatever it is, if it's if it's muscle tissue, if it's carbohydrate or whatever, right? Each of these nutrients has, does different things. So it is strongly suggested that people, certainly over the age of 40, and, and in this case, often even over the age of 25 supplement with digestive enzymes. And I'm a big, big fan. Now, digestive enzymes, I break into two categories. So you have um, betaine hydrochloride, which is hydrochloric acid, which is like the kind of the first step in digestion in, in your stomach. And then the next step is enzymes, which is you have enzymes that digest protein and enzymes that digest carbs, enzymes that digest fat, enzymes that specifically digest um, dairy, enzymes that specifically digest gluten, They've isolated enzymes that you can take that do very specific things in your body. Now, that's a nice bridge into what I was going to tell you the other benefit of enzymes are. So when taken with a meal, the enzyme goes to break down your food. When taken away from a meal, it has a completely different effect in the body. It actually can go in and, and target specific tissues or target, target specific Proteins in the body, remember enzymes typically, especially if you're taking proteolytic enzymes, which break down proteins, your body is, is abundant in protein, right? And protein isn't just the stuff you eat. It's not just your muscle tissues. Many other enzymes that exist in the body are also proteins. I'll give you a few examples of things that, uh, that enzymes can do. Arterial plaque can be broken down by enzymes. Gut, um, that's what I'm looking for, like mucosa in, in the gut line can be broken down by enzymes. Inflammation in the body can be broken down by enzymes. Joint pain can be broken down by enzymes. So there's a lot of different benefits from just taking supplementary enzymes, either with a meal or away from a meal. So depending on what you're experiencing, both can be useful. Personally, I do both. Every single morning, probably for the last year, I've taken digestive, probably for the last more than, more than year, I've taken digestive enzymes on an empty stomach for the benefit of decreasing systemic inflammation. And I'll tell you, my inflammation numbers are amazing uh, on, on my lab work. 
So magnesium and zinc, enzymes moving down the chain. Most people will benefit from B vitamins, methylated B vitamins. Now, you guys may or may not have heard about the methylation aspects. Very important to make sure you're getting enough methylation support. And really, it's it's helping in the detoxification pathway. So methylation is due is involved in DNA transcription and detox pathways. So you want to make sure you're getting enough B vitamins. And there's a whole number of B vitamins. Sometimes you need different ratios. I'll give you an example. If you're training hard, you probably need more B12. If you are stressed, you probably need more B6 and B5. I have a genetic deficiency in a B vitamin, which is interesting. And many people do. So I have a genetic deficiency in riboflavin. So if I don't supplement riboflavin, I feel shitty. And it's interesting. And I just figured that out um, kind of by accident. And uh, I knew I needed more riboflavin. And then my DNA affirmed that for whatever reason, I needed to take more riboflavin. And so because I've never done your DNA, it may be something to look at. You can start looking at uh, what your body needs more of or less of or what ailments it may be predisposed to. And I'll give you an example. If you know at age 30 or 40 or even 50 that you've got the genes for Parkinson's, you better start taking action on doing the things to not get Parkinson's. Because it doesn't necessarily, because you have the gene, doesn't necessarily mean you do it, you're going to get it. It just means that if you don't ultimately improve your lifestyle or optimize your lifestyle, you're way more likely than everybody else to get it. So that's just an example, but there's cancer genes, there's estrogen genes, there's uh, Parkinson's genes, there's Alzheimer's genes, there's heart uh, condition genes, right? There's many, many, there's genes that code for many different things in the body. And again, it doesn't mean you get them. It just means if you don't become aware of how to combat them with your nutrition, with your lifestyle, with your training, then, uh, and, and you know, when I say lifestyle, light exposure is big, um, then you are way more likely to get them. Uh, also, your genes can tell you what nutrients your body metabolizes more effectively. Some people do really well with carbs. Other people do really well with fat. We can actually see that by looking at your DNA, which is useful. So moving down the line, uh, I like to add in vitamin D and vitamin K2. Now, in general, I suggest, uh, or it, I shouldn't say it is, it is suggested to take vitamin D and K2 together. So vitamin D is ultimately create turned into a hormone in the body, which has many health benefits. Vitamin, elevated vitamin D or appropriately elevated vitamin D has been shown to have just like innumerable benefits toward immunity and health and brain function and anti-cancer and so many things. And so in general, the best way to get vitamin D is to see the sun, be in the sun. Many people don't get enough sun, supplement with vitamin D. When you supplement with vitamin D, I'll warn you that elevated dietary vitamin D can also can actually cause bleaching of calcium from the bones and depositing it into the arteries. We don't want calcium, right? You've heard of calcification of the arteries. So if we have um, a high dietary consumption of vitamin D, which can also come from milk, can come from dairy, um, we want to make sure that we are taking enough vitamin K2. So important because, oh, so the K2 helps with depositing of the calcium where it's supposed to go back in the bones. So that's important. So we've got zinc and magnesium, we've got enzymes, we've got B vitamins, we've got D and K2. Um, in general, I would say most people should be taking fish oils. Fish oils, just the benefits seem so innumerable, right? From uh, improving insulin sensitivity to quite a bit of data on decreasing depression, 
eye health, cell health, so many benefits to vitamin uh, or sorry to omega threes. Now, here's the catch with omega threes. In general, many omega threes are very low quality, right? Which, to be honest, is very true with with many supplements. So, as part of our our engagement with you guys, as part of our community, we actually give you uh, access to the best quality supplements that we could find, right? The best ones we can access. And what what you'll know, what, what you'll notice is there's probably like a handful of companies, let's say a handful, that reliably provide the highest quality ingredients, right? So vitamin C is not vitamin C, right? Vitamin D is not vitamin D. There's different sources. Um, there's different purity. There's different quality. There's processing and third-party testing and degradation over time and so many things. So when you guys go into Costco and you go into the grocery and you're buying shitty stuff because it's cheap, it's a really bad idea. Really, really bad idea. Don't put crappy vitamins into your body ever. Like if I'm obsessed about anything, it's it's the quality of the vitamins I consume. And even then I'm always taking as few as possible. Here's a fact. I had a lady who I used to, we, I didn't train her, but we trained in the gym at the same time. Very healthy. If you saw her, she was just shredded had liver failure from a natural supplement because of the amount of toxicity that came with the supplement. So it wasn't the ingredients of the vitamin itself that were the problem. It was the pure, the poor processing of the supplement that came with gosh knows whatever toxins. And she ended up having liver failure from this, this overload of toxins. And if I said the name of the brand, you guys would know the brand that she was taking. And it's it's crazy to think about. So be aware of, um, not, not all of you guys in the brand, some of you guys in Canada would know the brand or in the performance realm would know the brand. Just be aware of what you're taking and don't buy something because it's cheap. Okay, so moving along from there, fish oils, I said, I think most people would benefit from some type of super greens powder in general. I think there's value there. There's value to provide those additional vitamins to the body. And, and um, big thing for me is like things like spirulina and chlorella are huge for um, binding toxins. Same with like fulvic acid and humic acid. They're really great for binding toxins. And so anytime you consume something toxic in your diet, you want to have something to bind it and pull it out so it doesn't make its way into your tissues. So consuming enough of these greens is a really good idea. I also strongly suggest most people take collagen. High quality collagen is a really good idea. Here's why. The guy that I look to for information on supplements specifically is a gentleman by the name of Chris Masterjohn. You guys haven't heard of Chris Masterjohn. He's brilliant. So he's actually got a PhD in nutritional sciences. And uh, he has a podcast with like really short, I think they're like three to five minutes or three to seven minute podcasts on specific vitamins and what they do. And uh, he'll talk to you, talk about this specific thing, which is important. So uh, in modern society, we consume a lot of muscle meat. Evolutionarily, we would have consumed the whole animal. Because we don't tend to consume the whole animal anymore, we tend to be missing things like collagen, right? So if you're consuming the the bones and you're consuming all of the tissues in an animal, the organs, you're getting a lot more collagen. And so the ratios of two specific amino acids are thrown off in the body. And this can actually lead to challenges. And the two amino acids specifically are methionine and glycine. So you may hear people talk about the methionine-glycine ratio. So methionine is prevalent in muscle meat. Glycine is prevalent in collagen. So if you're eating the whole animal, you get these imbalance or improper ratios. If you're not consuming any um, any collagen or any organ meats, we'll say, or any um, bones, 
then uh, we will miss these collagens. So we want to supplement them. So personally, I take about one-tenth of my total daily intake from collagen at minimum. So if I'm consuming 200 grams of protein, I need 20 grams of collagen a day. I sometimes, to be honest, go up to about 30%, but that's not always. And the way that I'll know if I need more collagen is if my joints are hurting or if my hair, my skin, and my nails aren't growing. So I want to I want to pay attention to that. If they're not growing at a rate that's appropriate, then I probably am deficient in glycine. So I want to make sure I balance that out. Um, glycine is typically best consumed pre-training. There's been quite a bit of data that shows it's actually a really good way to heal your joints by taking it before you train. Okay, so I'm going to pause there. So that, I think that's the extent of my list of what we'll call essential supplements, right? Do I have anything else that I take? There's I take a bunch of like other things that we'll call like, so those are my tier one, right? And there may be some other things that are missing, but in general, that's tier one. And tier two, there's a bunch of other things that are situation specific. So there's sleep supplements, there's heart supplements, there's liver supplements, there's gut supplements, there's a whole bunch of things that when I say tier two, the way I approach it is I cycle through them, right? So I might buy one bottle of say coenzyme Q10 and I'll take the whole bottle and then I won't take it again for three months. Right. And so that's the way I approach these tier two things. So tier one, in general, we want to take those pretty much every day. It doesn't have to be every day, but, but pretty close. Tier two, you know, cycling through for three weeks at a time and then two to three months off or three on, three off, something like that seems to make a lot of sense. So tier two, like I said, is going to be these things like polyphenols, like PQQ and CoQ10, which are very, very good for heart, for anti-inflammation. Um, uh, you know, that's an example of like a, a heart pro- protocol we could take. We could take things like I don't know, garlic extract for three weeks, right? Just situational supplements. Um, and then so, you know, that would be something that I would take on an ongoing basis. There's sleep. I can, again, if you guys want to specifically request sleep stack or a liver stack or an estrogen stack, these are all things that we call situational. And the coaches and I are putting together a really extensive document for our reference. So if you guys have any challenges, you can go, hey, what do I do to decrease my inflammation? Or, hey, what do I do to manage my, my environmental estrogens? Because ladies and guys, environmental estrogens are actually different than endogenous estrogens, right? Endogenous meaning produced by the body. It's different than environmental. And so we tend to not, um, as coaches, we tend to not get involved with endogenous hormones. We can support exogenous hormones, which means it comes from the body or these environmental, or sorry, it comes from outside the body these environmental estrogens, we can support you with that. But we're not going to support, uh, or again, we typically don't support endogenous hormones. Although with testosterone, obviously, specifically, we can give you some supplement recommendations to improve testosterone uh, production in the body. If you guys want to go into any of those protocols, you feel free to ask. But I, I don't want to spend too much time on all the protocols unless there's like, hey, I want to know about, so here's some examples. Inflammation, insulin sensitivity, testosterone, estrogen, heart health, gut health, brain health. I want you guys to know something like you're supposed to feel good, right? You guys probably know this, but like you're not supposed to lack energy. You're not supposed to lack uh, focus. You're not supposed to feel tired all the time or achy all the time. And, and if you do, something's, something's missing or something's, something's wrong, right? And so obviously you're, you're taking action on your fitness, but you got to take action on your, your lifestyle interventions first. So one of the things I say to all the coaches all the time is like supplements are not the first order of priority, right? They're so far down the chain of command, like first optimize the lifestyle. So what does that look like, right? So optimize for sleep, optimize for light exposure, optimize for 
uh, movement uh, optimized for relationships and people and surrounding yourself with great people, right? Like that connection and community is very important to how we feel and what our, what happens on the inside of our body. So the simple framing you guys may have heard me use in the past is like, imagine the inside of your body like a soup. And if you're constantly adding too much of the same ingredient, eventually that soup becomes that ingredient, right? So if you're constantly adding stress, eventually the body starts to reflect that stress. The internal soup starts to shift in that direction. And if you're adding joy and happiness and movement, then the soup will start to shift toward that. So you have to pay attention to what do I spend most of my day doing? What do I spend most of my time doing? What is my, what is my default state of mind? What is my default state of body? Am I always sitting on the couch not doing anything? That, that will become the expression of your body. So if you're not happy with the outward expression of your body, you got to change. And listen, change isn't hard, right? Change just takes a little bit of direction and often a change of environment, right? So if you're used to coming home after work and sitting on the couch and, you know, vegging out, watching Netflix, then you, you got to change it, right? That's, that's the way we do it. Thanks for listening to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. For full episode guides with important takeaways and bonus resources, head over to muscleintelligence.com slash learn. If you enjoy the show and find value in the content, please subscribe, share this podcast with at least one person you know and love who would benefit from this content, leave us a review, and support our sponsors. You can see the full list of show sponsors, discounts, and get exclusive Muscle Intelligence deals at muscleintelligence.com slash resources. To join our private community and get VIP access to my master classes, upcoming muscle camps, and other resources that we don't post anywhere else, head to muscleintelligence.com slash community. Most of all, thank you very much for your trust, for your time, and most importantly, for supporting health and fitness in this world. Enjoy your day. And I look forward to seeing you here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Pikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.